0: Today on the Inside Scoop, did Alabama's loss to Texas hurt them with some of their top recruiting targets? We head down to the Swamp to talk to Keith Niebuhr about the Florida Gators' big visit weekend. We're talking with Chad Simmons about the five most important recruiting visits of the weekend. But before we get going, hit that subscribe button on this video. You guys remember, we used to be over on the main On3 page, but we needed a channel dedicated only to recruiting, and that's what we're doing here. So hit that subscribe button for me. All right, let's bring on Director of Recruiting for On3, Chad Simmons. Chad, good to see you. We want to talk today about the most important visits taking place this weekend and We've identified five of them, and here they are. Ryan Wingo, he's going to visit Texas. Brandon Baker, the number one offensive tackle in America, will be taking an official visit to Nebraska. Defensive lineman L.J. McCray will go to the Florida Gator game. K.J. Bolden will be back in Athens, as will five-star defensive lineman Aiden Breeland. All right. Start at the top with Ryan Wingo, the five-star wide receiver out of the state of Missouri. He will be back in Austin this weekend. And Chad, you know, there was rumors that he was going to, not rumors, he said he was going to decide in December. But it seems like he's going to decide much sooner than that. And could this visit kind of seal the deal for the Longhorns? Yeah, Josh,
1: I think definitely is trending towards an earlier decision than December. He was looking to go to December 20th, the first day of the early signing period. Since that time, uh, he's kind of taken a step back, uh, looked at the opportunities. And I think Texas has a great chance this weekend to kind of make that final statement. He had a great official visit there uh, back in June. He's been a major target for Texas dating back to June of 2022, over a year ago uh sark has been involved with this one from the beginning uh wingo loved the performance of alabama last weekend uh, i guess alabama i'm sorry last weekend and that big win in tuscaloosa and a lot of things are playing in favor uh for texas right now they're up against the in-state school missouri already have landed mm-hmm. the top player in that state top player for on three williams winery but right now texas is in great position with ryan wingo
0: all right now we move over to the number one offensive tackle in the country, Brandon Baker out of Modern Day High School out there in Santa Ana, California. Now, he's the only official visit on this list and he's going to Nebraska, but Chad, do you think Nebraska is the team with the biggest threat to land Baker?
1: Yeah, I think they had the most ground to make up. I think he's on this list because it's kind of make or break for Nebraska. I mean, Matt Rule's final chance to kind of get Baker on campus would be his third time, I believe in Lincoln, he had a very good visit back in the spring. Uh, He stayed in contact with that staff. I think it says a lot about his interest in Nebraska that he will take this trip. Obviously, Texas wanted to get him back uh, to Austin just a week or so out uh, from his commitment at the time of that weekend's visit. So uh, Texas, Ohio State, and Oregon, I think all three of those schools going into this weekend are ahead of Nebraska for Brandon Baker I think Texas and Ohio State may be the top two Oregon's been there for two years mm-hmm. lurking and, and major contender as well but this is big for Nebraska because this is it this is their last chance to kind of make that impact on Brandon Baker can they come from behind and have a good enough visit to take over a top spot for Brandon Baker
0: Yeah. Wow. Brandon Baker's recruitment is really coming down to the wire. And at one point it seemed like he was all Oregon. Now he's trending heavily to Texas. We'll see if Nebraska can make a final push for him. Uh, Moving on to the next target on this list, four-star defensive lineman, LJ McCray. Now this is an interesting one because in week one, he was at that FSU LSU game. Then he was down in Coral Gables last weekend for Miami versus Texas A&M in this weekend. He's going to be in the swamp to check out the Gators versus volunteers. What's your read on L.J. McCray right now?
1: Yeah, you even go you know back to the visit before those games, Josh. He was in Athens at the cookout back in July. Yep. So I think those are the main schools that are in this race. He has a top five with Auburn in there as well. But I think Florida, Florida State, Georgia, and Miami all have some level of confidence. I think he had a very good trip to Miami uh, for their big win over Texas A&M last weekend. Mm-hmm. But Florida's been a consistent, you know, name on that list. Talking to different sources, it's always Florida State and Florida, Georgia and Florida. It's always been Florida and somebody else. Maybe his biggest threats to Land or biggest competition for LJ McCray, he's been to Florida over half a dozen times. Uh, He'll be there with his teammates, Zay Mincy again this weekend from mainland Daytona Beach. Uh, This is big for Florida. Obviously, he knows the staff well. He's very comfortable there. He knows players there. He feels he can fit there. I think the biggest thing for Florida this weekend, is their performance on the field against tennessee do they show him improvement can they bounce back and be competitive win an sec game against a very big program going into this visit i think florida's up there i see them in georgia as the main two at the top florida state still has the official visit coming up next month then likely a decision with miami still right there as well so i think depending on who you talk to this could still go four different ways this could be the last visit to the swamp for McCray before he makes that decision.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know really what to make of that Florida State official that's hanging out there in October right before his decision. But for now, I mean, he looks like he's really trying to find, figure out where he wants to go. He's, he's kind of giving everybody equal time here. All right, the next prospect on our list is KJ Bolden. Well. He's the only committed target on this list, so I think we can understand why this visit's important because he's not going to visit the school that he's committed to. K.J. Bolden, the number one safety in the country committed to Florida State, will be in Athens this weekend for Georgia, South Carolina. So, Chad, break this down from two sides. Tell me, if you're an FSU fan, what should you be thinking of this visit? And if you're a Georgia fan, what should you make of this visit?
1: Look, starting with FSU, obviously a huge win for them back on August 5th. You know, there was buzz leading up in that week, going from really Monday to Saturdays. Coming off that visit to Auburn, Auburn had the buzz. Midweek became more shifted towards Florida State, Georgia. Leading up mm-hmm. to the decision, there was confidence in both Athens and Tallahassee. Florida State won out that evening. Now, if you're a Florida State fan, for me, if I'm a fan of Florida State, I worry about KJ Bolden until his papers come in yeah. on uh, in December at the early signing period. He's that type of recruit. He's a five-star plus safety for a reason. He's one of the top prospects in the country. He's a do-it-all defensive back. He's a guy that's covered by the top programs in the country. Huge win in August for KJ. Now they have to hold on. And probably the biggest threat to Florida State is the University of Georgia. He was a long time Georgia lean considered by most in this industry. Uh, they're the in-state school. He's been there somewhere between 15 and 20 times. He knows numerous players on that team. He's teammates with Dylan Rayola mm-hmm. in high school. He's very comfortable with Kirby Smart, Fran Brown, Will Muschamp. There's a lot to stay positive about if you're a Georgia fan. Now, obviously, he's committed to Florida State, but commitment is what commitment is. Nothing's final until the letter of intent is signed uh, when they sign it early or in February. And with KJ, definitely December guy. There have to be still some confidence at Georgia if you're a Georgia fan because communication has remained strong, maybe even Mm -hmm. stronger than it was before. He talks to Fran Brown, Kirby Smart, Will Muschamp, players, and of course, commitments as well. So Florida State, you're in a good spot. You are the lead team. He's committed to you, but Georgia is not going away. Getting him back on campus for Georgia is a huge win for them this weekend.
0: Yeah, now K.J. Bolden did say before he committed that he was planning still to take a whole slate of visits no matter who he committed to. So none of this is a huge surprise with Bolden, but worth taking, worth keeping an eye on for sure if you're an FSU fan or a Georgia fan. All right, the last name on this list is another modern-day high school prospect, and that's five-star defensive lineman Aiden Breeland. The reason why these modern-day recruits are taking visits is because they have a bye week this week. It's one of the only times they're going to be able to take an in-season visit. And Aiden Breeland is taking an unofficial, which is interesting because he's going cross-country on his own dime, to go check out Georgia this weekend. He's uncommitted and could be making a decision here in the next four or five weeks. What does this mean for Georgia? What does this mean for Aiden Breeland's recruitment?
1: Well, Josh, I think it's coming down, you know, to an end. You know, maybe slower than some thought. I think even himself, he thought he could be committed uh, already by this yeah. time. But I think it's down. Obviously, George, I think, a main contender. Miami's very strongly in this. Had, both those schools had officials back in June. Then you have Oregon, who I think still may be the team to beat heading into this weekend. He's been there to Oregon, you know, mm. somewhere around half a dozen times. They're the first school to offer him as well. Obviously, a West Coast. Program also closer to home, being in Southern California. With Georgia, he's been there now four times. You know, this will be uh, the fifth time I believe on campus for Bree. Like you said, coming across the country from California to Athens. Uh, He's been a top target for Georgia for some time. They had him on an OV. He'll be making the trip with his teammate, Nathaniel Frazier. I call him Nate Frazier, the running back, committed to the University of Georgia. So obviously, he'll have a guy beside him all weekend uh, Mm -hmm. and has been in his ear for some time about being a Bulldog. And Georgia's very much in this as well. I think it comes down to player development, uh, what Trey Scott, what Kirby Smart, what that program has done from NFL production, at his position. And one thing about the modern day guys, I think we've talked about this in the past, Josh, is they're willing to go anywhere. Zabian Brown's going to Alabama. You have guys that will go across the country. Yeah. Uh, Nate Frazier obviously committed to Georgia. So they're not afraid to get away from the West Coast, from Southern California. George is definitely a contender. This is a big weekend. I think if you would have asked me month month and a half ago i was hearing some buzz that georgia was the team to beat things have shifted a little bit towards oregon based on my intel heading into this weekend can georgia come out of this weekend trending back as that top school that's probably their goal with a decision maybe to come in the next month to two months so georgia may have the final shot to impress breland before he makes that decision that makes this weekend even that much bigger for the university of georgia
0: awesome stuff chad and you guys if you're watching let me know in the comments section of this video who do you think is the most important visitor of the weekend and where do you think some of these guys are going to end up chad simmons thank you for dropping some intel today on the inside scoop appreciate you thanks josh Alabama suffered its first home loss since 2019 on Saturday against Texas but it was still one of the biggest recruiting weekends of the year for the Tide and I want to know which Alabama targets they made up ground on but first Alabama fans do me a favor subscribe to the on three recruits page we were doing it over on the on three main page but we needed a channel just dedicated to recruiting and that's what we got here so hit that subscribe button for me all right Let's get it going. Bring on Andrew Bone of Bama Online. Andrew, the number two offensive tackle in America, Jordan, Jordan Seton is he's working on setting up up to six official visits this fall. He already took one to Bama in June. So how, what, how big was it to see him pop up for really a surprise visit last Saturday, knowing that he's about to hit a bunch of other campuses real soon?
2: I think anytime you get a kid on campus during the summer uh, for their first official visit and you know that they're going to continue to take official visits and there might be a little worry there, uh, you know, getting that first one, but to see him making his way back to Tuscaloosa, uh, you know, for the Texas game. uh, And he also says he's, also eyeing a trip back to Tuscaloosa for the Tennessee game in October. Yeah. While we can get him back on campus for two games this season, you know, that's very beneficial for the Crimson Tide, especially seeing, uh, you know, seeing the coaching staff being around the- players, being around just the overall program, you know, just continuing to familiarize yourself, um, you know, with the university. I think that's you know a major plus uh for Alabama. So getting Jordan back on campus, which many weren't expecting him to visit. We didn't expect him no. to visit until down in kind of the last moment. Um, because he told us uh, you know, a week prior that he was not visiting Alabama until uh uh, until the Tennessee game, so getting him back on campus for the Texas game, despite the loss. I mean, you said it earlier; it's the first loss since a uh, home loss since 2019 for Alabama. How many <laughs> programs in the country wish that they could have a home, one home loss in the last four years? So, you know, Alabama is going to be fine in that regard, and they, you know, they face a great opponent. Most of the takeaways from a lot of these recruits that we talked to, you know, fans, coaches, players on the team, they care about the loss. Recruits, right. they tend not to care too much about it. They're going to enjoy the atmosphere. Uh, they're soaking it in. They're having fun. They're having a good time. You know, they're all. You know, team loses. Hey, you know, we might be the guy that can come in and make the program a little bit better. So that's kind of how they see it from their point of view. It's a little bit different from a fan or a coach's point of view.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, the thing with Seton is he he was on the Inside Scoop two weeks ago. We had a great interview with him. You guys should go check it out. He was kind of all over the place with all the teams that he loved. And he didn't really say too much about Alabama, but you and I both know in recruiting, it's one thing to follow what they say. It's another to follow what they do. And the one thing that Jordan Seton does is he likes to show up in Tuscaloosa. So I kind of like where Alabama sits with him right now, but I do know that he is going to take a bunch more visits. So we'll we'll revisit that down the road. Uh, Five-star athlete Terry Bussey out of the state of Texas was the only official visitor that Alabama hosted over the weekend. What's your read on where Alabama stands with him coming out of this visit, knowing that he's set to make A decision on September 28th? I think it was big for Alabama to get
2: uh, Bussy back on campus because it was the first time he's visited since April. And this was only his second visit to Alabama. So, you know, continuing to develop that relationship with the coaching staff being around. You know, the player is always important. Um, I don't think he really knows. Uh, which position he wants to play just yet on the uh, on either side of the ball, whether he's going to play defensive back or wide receiver. You know, he talked to coaches on both sides. Uh, you know, during his visit, spent a lot of time with Nick Saban. You know, the good thing about being the only official visitor is you get a lot of one-on-one time with Coach Saban. Even though they had the game on Saturday, they still spent a little bit of time together, but spent a lot more time together. That Sunday, over at Coach Saban's house, and then over at the uh, football facility, you know, spending time with the coaches, and kind of seeing, you know, what the Alabama program is all about. Now that said, second visit to Alabama. He's taken a lot of visits to uh, several other schools, including Texas A&M. Uh, you know, Texas is in it, LSU is in it, um, Oklahoma's in it. I just, you know, I, I think it's going to be tough for Alabama to pull that one off uh even though he had a great official visit i think
0: alabama probably still on the outside looking in there okay now what do you make of these commitments elsewhere visiting last weekend five star perry thompson committed to auburn five star demarcus riddick committed to auburn five star cam coleman committed to texas a&m i mean which of these targets does alabama have the best shot at flipping how's the first few weeks of college football going for you guys The games have been great, but you know what's not great? Finding last-minute tickets. Finding tickets before a game can actually be more like a nightmare. Do not let this be the way that your season goes. That's why I'm here to tell you about Game Time. It's the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the big-time matchups. Game Time will get you to this year's biggest college football games with elite deals on last-minute tickets. And the best price guarantee, because that's really what matters. Don't stress over getting into your favorite team season opener or the biggest rivalry game of the year. There's only so many big games, and you need to get these tickets at the best prices. Game time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Game time has deals on tickets even an hour after it starts. It is the place to find last-minute ticket seats. Now, get exclusive flash deals on tickets as well to not only sporting events, but entertainment events as well. Yes, that's right. Concerts. So here's what we're going to do. Snag the tickets without stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use code INSIDESCOOP for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code INSIDESCOOP. That's I N S I D E S. COOP for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed.
2: Yeah, it's going to be tough for Alabama to flip any of those guys. I think Cam Coleman visiting uh, was obviously a little bit of a surprise. We reported that uh, the day before on Bama Online that he was making a trip back. And it was the first time he has visited Tuscaloosa since last football season, which is kind of crazy oh, wow. for an in state recruit who has who received an offer from Alabama back in January, never visited throughout the spring or the summer, and then came back for the uh for the Texas game. So you know, <laughs> as of right now, I just don't see Alabama being much of a factor in Cam Coleman's recruitment. I, I honestly would probably be surprised if he even made a trip back to Tuscaloosa uh this season. Demarcus Riddick, uh you know, there was some talk that he was going to make a trip to Alabama for the middle Tennessee state game uh, last weekend, canceled that visit, made it to Tuscaloosa for the Texas game. Honestly, I I think it's probably more just to see a great game, uh, you know, and visit Alabama, maybe one last time. I think he's pretty locked Mm in uh, with his commitment to, uh, to the Auburn Tigers. Now, you know, with Perry Thompson, this is a kid that committed to Alabama last summer. Had been committed to to the Crimson Tide for more than a year. Has a lot of great relationships with the Alabama coaching staff, players, uh, commitments. So getting him back to Tuscaloosa when. Nobody really expected him to visit, you know. It wasn't really reported Mm -hmm. that he was on campus until the day of the game. Now, is that visit more so just to see a great game, see Texas, Alabama, uh, a night game in Tuscaloosa? You know, maybe so, but I also think that this is a kid that Alabama continues to have interest in, is going to continue to recruit. They're going to be, you know, keep some keep the door open in case he wants to come back to Tuscaloosa for a visit this season. I'm not putting him. Uh, on flip watch at all uh, but if he does make it back to Tuscaloosa it'll be something to kind of watch a little bit closer but as of right now you know not really seeing any of those guys flip to Alabama one can, kid who is committed elsewhere that made a trip back to Tuscaloosa Micah DuBose in that 2025 class who's committed to Georgia one of the top offensive linemen in the country Major priority target for Alabama, and he's visited Tuscaloosa several times since that commitment to the Bulldogs.
0: And I I think Alabama is going to have a really good chance to uh, potentially flip him down the road. All right. Well, there's one last target I want to ask you about. He was expected to be at the game, but couldn't make it. Travel just fell through at the last minute. Tampa Bay Area edge Solomon Williams. We talked about him recently. He was supposed to decide this month, but it looks like we'll find out in October now. What are Alabama's chances here, and who's the biggest competition? As we're like a month away from his commitment.
2: Yeah, they, you know, there was some talk that he was going to visit for the Texas game and then potentially make a decision shortly afterwards. But now mm-hmm. it looks like he's probably going to decide around October the 16th. That's his mother's birthday. So that's kind of okay. the date he's aiming for uh, at this time. Now, he does have some official visits coming up uh, in the next few weeks. He's going to visit uh, Oregon on the 23rd. And then that first weekend in October, he's going to take a trip out to Texas A&M. I think Oregon has really made a strong push for him. I visited uh, Eugene back here in the summer, uh, really likes their coaching staff a lot. But uh, once again, it is on the complete opposite end of the country for him. And <laughs> I, I think it might be a little bit tough to see him go from Tampa to Eugene. Uh, but I, I do think that Alabama has done a really good job recruiting him uh, for a very long time. You know, they they actually no. offered him back in January. Uh, he never took any. Visits during the spring, so it wasn't like Alabama just you know wasn't in it until the summer. Made that official visit to Alabama back in uh, back in June. Uh, Is supposed to be back for the Tennessee game next month. Now that's going to be after. His decision. So we'll see if, um, you know, we'll see if he's coming back as a commitment or potentially a commitment elsewhere. But as of right now, still kind of leaning towards Alabama. I, I think they've done a really good job uh, recruiting him and they don't have any edge commitments in this class. Now they did sign a great edge class in 2023. Still looking to add one in at least one in this 2024 class and Solomon Williams right at the top of the list.
0: All right, Andrew. Well, it sounds like despite the loss, Alabama recruiting is still hot. Thank you for dropping by the inside scoop to wrap up that big visit weekend. The Gators are getting ready to play the Tennessee Volunteers in just about 48 hours from now. And Gator fans, you're not the only ones excited for this game. There are dozens of top recruits that are fired up for this one and going to be on the sidelines. Today, we're going to break down who are the most important visitors that will be in the swamp this weekend. But first, Gator fans, hit that subscribe button. We are now on the On 3 Recruits page. You know, we're doing our thing on the big On 3 channel. But now, we got a page dedicated only to recruiting. So go ahead and subscribe. All right, Keith Niebuhr from Gators Online, my guy. We're here to talk about some of the most important visitors this weekend. And they are four-star defensive lineman L.J. McCray, four-star DB Zay Mincy, four-star athlete Cam McHale, and then the 2025 prospect, five-star safety DJ Pickett. All right, Keith, let's start at the top with L.J. McCray. He's taken trips to both Miami and FSU already this season. Now he'll be in the swamp. What's your read on where things stand with L.J. McCray and the Fortigators? Gators?
3: Well, you know, he's got that top five, Auburn, Florida, Florida State, Miami, and Georgia. And I think four of the schools think they have a realistic chance, to be honest with you. I I don't think Auburn's feeling that vibe right now. But, you know, obviously Florida feels like they're in it. Florida State says, hey, look, he was just at the Florida State LSU game in Orlando. He's going to take an official visit to Tallahassee the weekend of October 7th. And then he's going to announce maybe a few weeks after that. His his birthday is October 18th. And he's saying, hey, decision sometime around then or after. And then you've got Miami, which, uh, you know, feels like they've got some momentum based off, uh, you know, the last week's win and and all that. So, uh, and then obviously there's Georgia. And Georgia was the last school he visited in July. So, again, there's optimism, I think, at all four. But, Josh, I think if you're a Florida fan or a Florida coach, uh, one of the things that has to make you feel at least like you're you're very much within um you have a realistic shot of landing lj mccray is a couple things here one your relationships he's probably been to florida as much as he's been to anywhere else and he's very close he's built a good relationship with a lot of the other recruits okay a lot of the other commitments to florida and two uh you know this is a guy that quite frankly you know proximity to home is big for him and so uh, so you know but the other thing you have to consider here is that Florida is kind of the common denominator. When you when you hear FSU mentioned, Florida comes up. When you hear Georgia mentioned, Florida comes up. Miami, Florida. So Florida's kind of the one school that I think everybody realizes they have to contend with. I would say the optimism is is fairly high in Gainesville, but it's also high, maybe highest, maybe in Athens.
0: All right, and he's at Mainland High School over there in Daytona Beach, and his teammate DB Zay Mincy, one of the top uncommitted DBs in the state of Florida. He'll also be with them. Now, these two recruitments aren't really tied together, but Zay Mincy and LJ McRae both have a lot of interest in the Gators. Who do you view is uh, Zay Mincy? Who's the biggest competition for UF when it comes to Mincy?
3: Yeah, you know, you know, I think people, Josh, think we're wishy-washy sometimes where we mention a bunch of schools. We don't know where a guy's leaning at, at a certain time. Well, when you get this late in the cycle, there's a reason why a lot of these guys haven't committed, right? I mean, they've got all yeah. the big boys after them. So we know FSU likes them a lot. Uh, we know Alabama's heavily involved, but it feels yeah. like it's really a Florida-Miami battle at this time. Now, again, we say that. Uh, but if Alabama, you know, turns up the heat, you know, you, you can't count them out. They've already beaten Florida for one cornerback in this cycle out of the state of Florida, and that's Jameer Grimsley yeah. at Tampa Catholic. Who, by the way, Florida's still recruiting. So there's all these dynamics in play. But we think right now, the Miami's got some momentum with Zay Mincy. You know, obviously, uh, my, the the big win last week. He had an outstanding visit to Miami. We believe the last weekend in July. Uh, but all along, Florida has been considered probably the team to beat. Uh, and if you talk to people, you know, that are plugged into recruiting situations across the South, they still think that Florida probably is the favorite. But mm. obviously, you got to keep an eye on Miami. There's no question about that. Um, and so we'll see. But, you know, again, he's going to be in Gainesville this weekend. Uh, another big visit for Florida. You know, you've got Corey Raymond, you know, arguably one of the best defensive back coaches in the country, working hard on this recruitment. And uh, you know Florida's got a strong DB class, but they would love to add Zay Mincy, who, by the way, is listed as a corner, uh, excuse me, as a safety by a lot of the recruiting services. But Florida does, in fact, want him at corner. So, uh, but you're right, you're right, Josh. These two recruitments, Zay Mincy and L.J. McRae, are kind of doing their own things. You know what I mean? They're they're two uh, two recruitments that aren't really tied to each other, even though they're teammates and good friends. Now, yeah. the thing about Zay Mincy, he's not going to announce his decision until I believe the All American Bowl in in uh, January. But he has said uh, as recently as just a, uh, three weeks ago to me that he's probably going to have a decision right about this time frame, right about now. And he will let one of the schools know, hey, I'm coming, and uh, but he won't go public with it until January.
0: Inside Scoop fans, listen up. Tailgate season is here, and I got to tell you about the bird dog shorts that I've been wearing. You know they were the big winner for me this summer, and I'm rolling with them right into the fall I wear them to work, I wear them to golf, I brought them on vacation with me to Florida, so of course I'm wearing them to the tailgate. Last weekend when the boys invited me out, I didn't pull up to Lot B in my old stiff khakis. Nope. You know I wore my bird dogs instead, and I'm glad I did. Yeah, I got a lot of compliments on them, but more importantly, it's still hot out. Just because football is here does not mean that fall is too, it's swampy out there but not in my Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs has a great cloud knit fabric that looks just like a nice pair of khakis, but way more flexible, way more comfortable. And most importantly, it keeps you cool and dry, even for a noon kickoff. So here's what we're gonna do. I need you guys to go to birddogs.com forward slash Josh or enter promo code Josh for a free Bird Dog tech hat with your order. I got one right here. I wear it golfing, it's great, it's light, it fits. You need it. Go get it. Birddogs.com forward slash Josh or promo code Josh for a free bird dog tech hat. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Yeah. We love a good silent commitment here on the inside scoop. All right. The next prospect we're going to talk about is four-star athlete, Cam McHale out of the state of Georgia. He's an interesting one. He's a two sport athlete. Now Georgia likes him more as a DB. The other team that's heavily in his recruitment is Tennessee. They're open to him playing some offense and, then last week he kind of, you know, took a left turn and went out to Colorado for an official visit. So this weekend he'll be in the swamp. Where do the Gators see him playing, fitting in on that roster, and is he a priority right now to that staff? Well,
3: I've been told that this was uh, you know, a few weeks ago. This was going to be a recruitment that had some that there was a little bit of a roller coaster ride. And sure enough, it it is. Is the out of left field visit from Colorado. Now I think all along people have thought. This is a guy that's going to end up at Georgia, but Georgia mm-hmm. likes him at defensive back. Okay. Now, he's a special athlete from Statesboro, Georgia, just, you know, west of Savannah, actually the home of Georgia Southern University. Very talented athlete, could play either side, but he wants to play offense. And that really threw a big wrinkle in this recruitment. So, whereas I think at one time people thought shoe into Georgia, they now don't think that. Now, could he still right. end up there? Sure. But at last check, talking with Rusty Mansell of, of Dogs HQ of the On Three Network, you know, Georgia still liked him at defensive back. But Florida has told him uh, they came around to the idea of him playing receiver and they're recruiting him at receiver. Now, the Gators have three receivers committed. They'd like to add one more. They would love it to be Jeremiah Smith. <laughs> I'm sure everybody would. The five-star highest right. State that they're still working on. He will not be in Gainesville this week. And I'm not sure what that means, but he's not going to be there. So you can read into that it, what you will. Um, and so Cam McKell is a guy that's emerged. He wants to officially visit Florida, but here's another catch, another little interesting wrinkle to his recruitment, Josh, Florida does not want to do in season official visits. Now they had one planned and that was Jordan Seaton, the four star offensive tackle that got, that got canceled. I don't know who canceled it, but he was going to officially visit this weekend and that that's no longer happening. So they would prefer to do official visits after the season, but Cam McHale has wanted to do officials during the season. So we'll have to see how that plays out. Uh, I think this is a guy that they continue to evaluate. They, I think they want to meet him. They want to see how this weekend goes, how much they click with him, how much he clicks with them, and then we should know more in the future. But, yeah,
0: absolutely, yeah. Ford is recruiting him at receiver, and uh, that's what he wants to play. All right. Now, the last prospect on this list is 2025, but it's not too early to talk about him. DJ Pickett, the number one safety in the class, resides in Zephyr Hills, Florida, which is just south of Gainesville. Last weekend, he was at Miami, had some great things to say about the Canes win over Texas A&M. This weekend, he'll be in the Swamp. How significant of a visit is this to get DJ Pickett on campus early?
3: Well, he's been there uh, many times and, you know, he was there uh, in a seven on seven camp over the summer, which by the way, he was the best player there that day. And there were some special talents. And so, you know, he, he's a tall safety, but Josh, he can also play receiver. And so Florida started telling him earlier this year, Hey, look, the Gators are recruiting you for both sides of the ball. And you know, with, with, uh, the kid out of Colorado doing that, a lot of young guys want to hear that, right? And he's that kind of a talent. He just makes it look easy. He's really skinny, wiry, but uh, lo- great length. I mean, I'm not an evaluator, but he's, he's got what you're looking for, right? And he's got mm-hmm. that it factor, too. He just makes plays on both sides of the ball, Josh. And mm-hmm. then also, we mentioned this guy's name earlier, Corey Raymond, the secondary coach at Florida. I mean, every defensive back that you interview, when you talk to them about Florida, he's the guy that they bring up. He's, he's really the big pull to Florida. I mean – you know, so that's uh, significant, too. So with those two things in play, Florida's absolutely going to have a shot in his recruitment. I don't know that they would be the favorite, uh, but they're certainly in it. They're just going to have to keep getting them back on campus. And he's even said, look, they're young up in Gainesville.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. so he's
3: not expecting 11 and one either. You know, they, I think. Like I said, I think it was significant, Josh, that the Florida staff has been honest with these guys and told them that the rebuild is is ongoing.
0: All right, Keith. Well, there will be some big uncommitted targets, and there will also be a lot of commitments there as well. And one of the best recruit recruiters in the country is going to be on the sidelines in DJ Lagway. How important is it to have DJ Lagway at almost every big recruit uh, recruiting moment of the cycle for the Gators?
3: Oh, it's huge. I mean, the guy. he, look, you know, we had, he, Jeremiah Smith, the five-star receivers committed to Ohio state. We talked mm-hmm. about him a little earlier. He even said earlier this year that the DJ Lagway was the bet was the best recruiter at Florida. He was oh, the oh, best. No yeah. You know, so the kid is just really likable. He's engaging. He's friendly. And here's what he doesn't do. Josh, he doesn't shove Florida on these guys. He talks about Florida. He gets to know them. Uh, they like being around him. He's sort of that alpha male, but he's not the mm-hmm. alpha male that barges in a room and is real loud. He's an alpha male that walks in the room and just commands attention because he's six, three and a half, you know, 240 pounds, <laughs> wide shoulders, engaging smile, smile, uh, incredible personality. I mean, he's he's a the true representative, uh, what you truly want in a representative of your class, and other kids gravitate toward him. So he's been significant in Florida putting together this class, which is currently number three in the country, and he'll be significant moving forward. If you're Florida, you're going to want him around L.J. McRae because D.J. Lagway, not only is he a likable talented football player who's also highly intelligent well that's that's lj McRae who we mentioned mm-hmm. earlier he's a highly intelligent kid he understand he, he understands this whole recruiting thing well believe me and uh so you want those two guys together and you hope that they they click but one thing dj lagway is not going to do is pressure a guy into committing to florida and by not doing that it makes a lot of them want to go to
0: florida absolutely and they'll be a big help because hey the staff is out on the field coaching so somebody needs to be up in the stands recruiting and that's why they got all these commitments on hand all right Keith Niebuhr they got a staff of about 900 people too but <laughs> that is true yeah <laughs> I mean DJ will be
3: doing his part no question about it. he was Josh he was there last week for the McNeese game I know every big moment he's there I mean, it, it makes you think, you know, if you're a Gator fan and you're concerned, okay, what if my team wins five games this year? What's going to happen with DJ Lagway? Look, we we can't predict the future, right? None of us can. You, me, nobody. But the fact he's there for McNeese game is probably a pretty promising
0: sign. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think there's much concern over DJ Lagway regardless of uh, record because DJ Lagway is going to come in and impose his will on that roster and improve things once he steps on campus. Keith Niebuhr, Gators Online, thanks for previewing this big weekend as the Gators take on Tennessee. Thank you for watching. If you enjoyed that content, be sure to subscribe to the On Three Recruits channel. We have a new page dedicated only to recruiting. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button right now.